Here's what I used to do. I used to hear people talking about the theory of manifestation and using the law of attraction with intention. And I'd be like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, sounds good. But specifically, how? Great that you've gone and manifested that thing. But how? How do I recreate something similar? Maybe you felt the same. Well, on today's show, I am taking one specific recent manifestation of mine and dissecting it for you. I'm delivering a case study of this manifestation so that we can break it down together and you can take away the key principles that made this thing so dang easy to manifest. Did I just say dang? Amazing. (laughs) And with those principles, well, you can go and apply them to anything you want to manifest. So are you ready for this manifestation? case study, then let's do it. Let's go to the show. You're listening to the Limitless Mother podcast, bringing you strategy, mindset, and a dash of woo. If you want to learn how you can balance motherhood and money-making beautifully, if you want to learn the strategy, mindset, and manifestation tips you need to do more of what lights you up, attract more ideal clients, make more money, and enjoy more time freedom, if you want to create this vision of success because you are a mother not in spite of it, then you are in the right place, my love. I'm your host, success coach, business mentor, mother, and tea drinker, Corey Javid. So join me while we explore what's possible for us as mothers and business owners when we remove the limits. Hello, hello, Limitless Mothers. It's me, Corey Javid, your business bestie. I am back from afar. I'm back in the UK. This is the first episode that I'm recording since my return. I'm going to be honest with you, didn't quite have time in my schedule to record this this week, but I'm doing it anyway. I'm shoehorning it in, which isn't something I normally do because hashtag boundaries. <laughs> I'm normally really good at sticking it to my work hours, but I just really, really wanted to connect with you again this week. I'm really excited to be back and podcasting twice a week now that A, I'm back from travels and B, we've wrapped up the creation of all of the Limitless Money course content and side note, I'm absolutely overjoyed by the messages that I'm getting from all of you students in Limitless Money telling me about your mindset shifts, your aha moments, the money that's rolling in since you've been shifting that mindset, it literally sets my soul on fire. And so I'm in a really great mood because of that and because I'm back into my routine and I've had a great time away and I'm here with you right now. And also because I've just had a full day of client calls and it's been just so good to reconnect with my clients. I just love them so much. So as you can tell, I'm in a super mood. Also, I'm probably at the risk of sharing way too much information with you here but I'm back in the blanket fort. You know I love being in the podcasting fort. (laughs) I'm sitting here because it's kind of warm here and it gets kind of warm inside the blanket fort as you can imagine being enclosed by wool. (laughs) And I'm sitting here, I just took off my, well, what we call jogging bottoms but I know that our North American friends, you might call them sweatpants, I just took them off. So I'm sitting here in my knickers (laughs) recording this for you. Now isn't that a delightful visual for you? Anywho, let's get into today's today's topic, we're talking about a manifestation case study. Here's the thing. I love talking about manifestation, as you know, but I also like to give you some really sort of tangible advice around manifestation because what I found when I was really diving into this topic was that so often it was just the kind of theory and I would be left wondering, well, how? How do I apply this? And actually, um, fun fact for you, 
one of the reasons I created this podcast was for that very reason. Obviously, we talk about lots of different things on the show, but that was one of the things. There was one particular uh, podcast that I used to listen to. It doesn't actually air anymore. And I really loved the presenter and I really loved her content in general, but I was always left with questions of, yes, that's nice, but how is that actually looking for you in your life and your business? How are you actually implementing that? And what can I go and do? And so today is one of those really kind of uh, meaty topics in terms of manifestation, because I'm taking a case study of something that I've manifested and I'm breaking it down into the takeaways that you can learn from this particular case study and that you can apply to anything that you want to manifest. And I'm using this particular incident as a case study because it came so easily to me. And it's a thing that always comes easily to me. So I was reflecting on uh, why is this so easy for me compared to other things in my life? So as I was breaking it down for myself, then of course, you know, I've got you. I've always got to show up here and share this with you. So that's why we're here today. So maybe you're in a place where you are feeling like you're not manifesting with intention. You feel like you're getting really mixed results in your life, or maybe you feel like you're really not manifesting with intention at all, and you're getting lots of things that you don't want and not very much of what you do want. Maybe you feel like you're at risk of overcomplicating the manifestation process. Or maybe you're just a bit flummoxed by it. That's a great word, isn't it? Flummoxed. (laughs) Um, Maybe you feel like it isn't possible to manifest things unless you meditate for an hour and then journal for three hours and then create a brand new vision board and then clear your chakras and turn around three times and jump up and down. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? There's so much advice out there that can actually make the whole manifestation process and using the law of attraction seem like hard work, let's be honest, but actually it is quite simple when you break it down. So that's really what I want us to do today. I want us to have a look at this case study and break it down into things that you can do and you can apply in your life. Maybe, just like me, you're kind of a bit nosy and you like to know behind the scenes what's been going on for someone and how something has worked for them. I know I'm like that. I'm always asking those, but how? Questions. So if that's you, then you're definitely in the right place too. And actually, on that note, whenever I see someone doing something really cool these days, I now think two things. Number one, yay, that means it's possible for me too. And number two, what was her mindset behind that? What was her mindset that allowed her to make that happen? So that's what I'm sharing with you today, an insight into the process and my mindset that helped me to manifest this particular thing. So if any of that's sounding good to you, then you're in the right place. Get a pen and paper, probably want to make some notes today. Sit back and relax. If you can, don't know what you're doing, let's do this and let's dig in. So my manifestation case study is going to be all about my recent trip to Canada. So we just spent three weeks on the most epic, most blissful trip with my family to Canada. We traveled around a lot. We just had the most incredible time. And so you might be thinking, well, people go on holidays all the time. (laughs) Why are we talking about this as a particular case study and what was so special? Well, there's a couple of reasons why I wanted to use this in particular as a manifestation case study. First of all is the history behind this particular trip is it's a trip that we've wanted to take for a number of years. Uh, my, My family, some of my family live in Canada. I was born there. Fun fact, if you didn't know that. Um, We moved here when I was like six. 
And so I like to go back there every now and then to see my nan. She's 95, love her. Um, but when I do, we tend to just go to the city or town where my family live. And I'm going to be honest with you, there's really not very much going on there. And there's nothing of particular touristic in, uh, interest. So although I've taken my daughter a couple of times, we've literally just flown in for a week, flown back out and not done anything else. And my husband and I have always wanted to do a big road trip in Canada. And I've always really wanted to show him some of the country. But because that is quite a big undertaking as a family um, and also quite a big expense, let's be honest, it's been something that we put off. So before we had our daughter, we put it off because we were both in that scarcity mindset, never felt like we could quote unquote afford it. (laughs) And then after we had our daughter, obviously traveling and having a road trip with a young child isn't always like the most fun. So we were also waiting for the right age for her. Um, But you know, we could have gone, say, last year or the year before. She was, she's a really great traveler, but we've prioritized spending money on the money pit that is our house. Anyway, why am I telling you all of this? Just because it was one thing that has been on our mind and a big kind of dream of ours to go and do it in a really big bang way as well. We didn't want to go and scrimp or save or do it on a shoestring. We wanted to go and do it in exactly the way we wanted to do it. So we wanted to do it when we felt like we could do that. So it's something that we put off for that reason. So it's something that's been there and been a desire of ours, but we haven't felt like it was the time or possible for a lot of years. And the other reason why I wanted to include this uh, as a manifestation case study is because I manifested it and I manifest travel, we'll come back to this in a minute, with so much ease. And that was one of the things that made me think like, I really need to look at this myself. Like, why do I find travel in particular so easy to manifest? And what is it about that? I wanted to kind of understand it more fully myself. And I got so much clarity digging into that while I was away that I just really wanted to share that with you. And then the other thing is the trip itself was so bloody excellent. I'm not going to lie to you. It was really great. And we just kind of floated between one amazing experience and the next. And I think that in and of itself is uh, something that we can learn to manifest. Does that make sense? So I felt like it was a really great case study from both of those angles. So I'd love you to think about, though, before we dig in, and I've talked about this in an email before. So if you're on my email list and you get my Tuesday emails where I write to you from the heart, you'll know that I talked about my manifestation superpower being travel um, once already. And I asked you to think about yours. If you're not on my email list, what are you doing? You're missing out on a Tuesday, my love, just saying. Um, Head over to my website and sign up to something free so that you get on my email list. Um, But either way, I would encourage you to think now about what your manifestation superpower is. And before you complain at me that you don't have one, you do have one, you're just not identifying it. Um, So everybody has an aspect of their life that just goes really well without giving it much thought. And you probably take it for granted to such an extent that you don't realize you're manifesting that thing. Some people, it is really great health. They're the sort of people who say, oh, I just don't ever get sick. Well, if that's you, you're manifesting that, right? Or some people always have like a really lean and trim body and that's their thing that they just expect. They couldn't imagine not having it. Or some people just have a really great relationship with maybe their partner or husband and they can't imagine not having it. Or they have a really excellent best friend and they can't imagine not having that. Whatever the thing is in your life that's coming really easily to you that you feel like you can really rely on and depend on, that's one of your manifestation superpowers. And the reason why I'd encourage you to have a think about it is for the same reason that I'm sharing this today. So 
I'm going to go through this case study and share with you what you can take away. But I would also love you to think about what you are manifesting with ease in your life. And then you can bring that intentionality to other areas of your life and you can compare. So what I do is I think to myself, if I'm finding something else difficult to manifest, I will compare it to travel because I find travel and holidays really easy to manifest. So I will think, well, what's different here? What's uh, the difference? How can I emulate more how I feel about travel in this new situation or scenario? Does that make sense? Cool. And so just to give you a bit of a flavor on how much of a superpower this is, one year I went on seven holidays. Yes, you heard right, seven. <laughs> so, and that was back when I felt quote unquote broke. Um, back when I was like, oh, let me think, I was 21 that year. What a year that was. Seven holidays and pretty much all of them, let me think, all of them in other countries, yes. So seven foreign holidays in one year. So that's just to give you a bit of a flavor there. The other thing, a bit of background here, is that we've always had this, I don't know where it came from, but this kind of unspoken agreement between my husband and I that I pay for all of our travel. So when I talk about manifesting it, I mean that I personally pay for the entirety of all of our travel and I always have done I don't know why he pays more for other stuff but I always pay for the travel so that's just how it is and I'm I'm happy with that and I'm cool with that because I know I get the holidays that I desire <laughs> so anyway so that's how it's been a kind of superpower for me that even when I've felt broke we've always traveled and when I've decided we're going somewhere it happens so this year, at the start of the year, I decided, do you know what? We've put it off long enough. I don't care what the situation is with the house. We are going to Canada. We're going to take three weeks. We're going to do it with gusto. We're going to see my nan. She's 95. She still lives independently. I really want to see her at least another time while she's in that really great way and living her life still in a really full way, even at that ripe age and I want to take my daughter there to see her but I don't want to just fly in fly out like we've done before I really want to do this big trip it feels like a really great way to celebrate the successes so far in my business so I made this decision my husband was totally on board because like I said it's been something we've talked about for a while he was a bit skeptical because he was like I don't know if it's a great idea I don't know if we can this is the kind of language unfortunately he still uses I I don't know if we can afford it and I was like don't worry about that this is me we're talking about sometimes I have to remind him of my superpower I will make it happen you won't even notice <laughs> the money will just come and we'll do this in epic style so that was uh the history in the background here but let's dig into this specific specific case study in terms of what you can take away and what was so easy about it in terms of manifestation so the first thing is is I had that really clear and specific intention so I knew exactly what type of holiday we wanted to have here I knew I wanted to go away for three weeks I wasn't available to go away for less than that I knew that we would start by seeing my family then we would fly to Calgary and then we would take a road trip stopping in lots of different places including just side note an amazing organic vineyard which was just like the best had the best lunch there. Anyway, I'll try not to just slip into telling you all of the details of my holiday. I'm not sure that you really want to know. Um, but And then we ended up in Vancouver, had a really excellent time there, went over to Vancouver Island, came back to Vancouver. Anyway, it was really big. I knew exactly what I wanted to do. So I had a very clear, specific intention. I knew I wanted to go in the summer holidays, screw the extra cost for going when the kids are out of school. But it made the most sense. We, one of us needs to be off at least with our daughter anyway. We may as well go at that time of year. 
So I had that really clear and specific intention, which really helps with manifestation. If you want to manifest something, you need to be as clear and specific as possible. If you have a vague idea, you will get vague results, right? So the more you can do to get clear about what it is that you're wanting to manifest, the more intention you'll have behind it. And the other thing as part of that is I made that full body decision. So the reason we hadn't manifested or I hadn't manifested this trip up until this point, even though we talked about it and it's something we wanted to do, I hadn't decided, you know, that full body, it's happening type of decision. And so I just made that at the start of this year. It was just that kind of snap, instant feeling of, do you know what? This is happening. I've decided. And of course, then it does happen. Now, yeah, that can be easier said than done sometimes. Sometimes it's hard to lock in that kind of full body decision. But when you do, isn't it interesting how the universe aligns and gets behind you and makes it happen? So I would love you to know that I made this decision that we were doing this well before I had my two consecutive 20k cash months. So don't go thinking that I made the money and then thought, well, actually, do you know what? We can afford to go to Canada. Not that I use the word afford anymore because, hey, it's all just intentional spending one way or the other. But I made the decision much earlier this year. I think we booked our flights in, I want to say, March. Um, and so I made that full body decision. So clear, specific intention and that locked and loaded decision. Those are the best foundation for your manifestation. So that was something that I definitely did here. The second thing that we can take away from this is that I had a really strong why. Um, so I had a couple of facets to this. So one of them being I really wanted to go and see my nan. Now I could have just gone and seen her. So that wasn't enough on its own. I could have gone on my own. Would have been, you know, way cheaper, taken less time. But I really wanted to do this trip now because I felt like it's a really great way of, like I said, acknowledging my success so far. And also this felt like because of the type of trip that we went on, the fact we were away for longer, the fact that we made money, no particular object, we did what we wanted to do on the trip. It felt like that kind of next level type of travel. Does that make sense? And it was a way of me actually quite intentionally upping my money mindset. So this is something that I've talked about inside the Limitless Money course about how you can be locking into that next money level. Now, you don't need to, I'm not saying you have to always spend money to lock into it. But in this instance, I was like, that feels like that kind of next level holiday that we've been delaying having. And I feel like I'm ready to be at that level and to start having those types of trips more often, not just feeling like they are like a once in a lifetime type of trip. Does that make sense? And so that was part of my why as well. And also I feel like my daughter's just at a really good age and she would be really excited. And I was feeling like it's been three years since the last time she saw my nan or her great grandma. And so I really wanted her to see her at least one more time so that she had a really clear memory of her. So I had a really strong why. The other thing adding to my strong why is that travel is like everything to me. This is why it's one of my manifestation superpowers is because I just adore travel. For me, if you look at my vision board, everything that I always want to manifest, and pretty much everything, 90% of the things I enjoy manifesting, it's about experience. So when you are really clear on what does it for you, what gets you going, what gets your vibe high, then you know how to tap into that and make that part of your 
Why? Does that make sense? So for me, I'm all about experience. I absolutely love traveling. I love seeing new places. I love being in different geographical surroundings and like being surrounded by nature. I love trying different um, cuisines and eating out when I'm away. And I absolutely love the connected feeling that I have with my family when we're away and we're in that little beautiful bubble of it's just the three of us together all day every day and yeah sometimes that's like you know we sometimes we annoy each other let's be honest Um, but it's really a special time and so I'm all about experience and so that was another big driver behind my why so that was point two The third point in this case study is that I have zero, and this is one of the really, I'm going to tease you a bit here, this is one of the really important things that if you don't have it, it really gets in the way of your manifestation. So the biggest sabotage to your manifestation will be a lack of this, or rather this being present. I've talked about that in a really weird way. You'll understand when I tell you. Let me just tell you. is no resistance. So if you have resistance to a thing, it's way harder to manifest because actually you end up unconsciously sabotaging it more often than not, or just not showing up for the thing and just not making it happen. What do I mean by this? If I had resistance to this holiday, it might be things like a belief that we couldn't actually afford it or a fear of spending that kind of money or if I had a fear of travel actually um, or if there was some aspect of traveling that made me afraid maybe um, or feeling unsafe. Maybe I wasn't sure about the place I was going. Maybe I didn't like staying in hotels. Maybe I don't like my family and don't want to see them. (laughs) You know, there's lots of different things that can come up. But the point isn't really what the resistance could be to travel. The point is that when you have resistance to the thing that you're trying to manifest, you're in a push-pull state of energy. What you want is you want to pull it to you with ease. And the reason why I found it so easy to manifest this particular trip is I had zero resistance. Once I'd made that decision, there was absolutely nothing within me that didn't wholeheartedly want to go, that didn't want to just leap in with both feet, book it all and just look forward to it. But sometimes we have weird resistance lurking beneath the surface that we don't know is there. So a typical one, say a business, would be like a fear of success. That can be one thing that really holds you back. You know, uh, for example, if you are launching a course, let's say, but you have a fear that if your course launch goes really well and you make a ton of money that essentially makes you a bad person, then you have some resistance there. Or if you're about to launch that same course, but you're actually really afraid of getting visible and you need to get visible in order to launch the course, that creates resistance because there's fear at play. So it's typically underpinned by fear, any resistance, right? So sometimes it's really obvious and it comes up immediately as soon as you think about manifesting this particular thing. And sometimes it's there lurking and it takes a while of you getting kind of mixed or no results with your manifestation to have a think about what's going on here? Is there some part of me 
that actually doesn't want this, as crazy as it might sound. Because sometimes it does sound kind of crazy to the strictly logical mind to say, oh, I don't actually want a million pounds, for example. Because if I say to you, do you want a million pounds? You'll say, of course I want a million pounds. But I'm betting you that if you haven't done a ton of money mindset work, if you're not one of my (laughs) limitless money students, for example, then there will be money stories hanging around in there that would mean that either you would be afraid to receive that, you would blow it all because you wouldn't feel safe having it, you would do something to sabotage it. Does that make sense? So that is one really big thing that gets in the way of manifestation is resistance, whether it's like right on the surface and easy to see or buried a bit deeper. Worth checking in with yourself there and asking yourself, do I wholeheartedly with all of my being desire this thing? Is there any part of me that doesn't want it and being willing to look at that and not judge it? And so that was the third thing was I had zero resistance and I never have any resistance to travel because I love travel. And that is the reason why I manifest it with such ease. The fourth piece here is that something that I just naturally do in life with things that I desire, and I didn't realize that this was even a thing until I started studying the law of attraction and manifestation, was is visualization. So I just naturally visualize the things that I desire. For example, I won't necessarily like sit on a cushion, set a timer and visualize my trip to Canada for five minutes or 10 minutes. There is nothing to stop you doing that and there's no harm in that. But I'm just a very natural visualizer. So it will just naturally come into my thoughts all the time. As soon as I've made that full body decision, well, it is happening. Then naturally my my brain will go there again and again. And we're going to have so much fun when we do this. We're going to have the best time staying in this type of place. I can't wait till we're in Vancouver. I'm going to insist on a waterfront view you know, all of those things that make me anticipate a really great holiday. And so the more that I'm anticipating and putting myself uh, mentally in that future state of already being on that holiday, well, guess what? I'm becoming a vibrational match for the thing. So that's another great way that um, I've been able to manifest travel with such ease, but have a think about how you can apply that to what you desire. And if visualization doesn't come naturally to you, then maybe you just need to practice it more. Maybe you do need to set the timer and sit on a cushion for five minutes or actually visualizing in the shower is a great go-to. That's something I do quite often. The other thing is some people don't have a really very strong mind's eye. So what I would say is that if that's you, try to tune into the feeling instead. So rather than try to create a mental picture, tune into what's the feeling that you're trying to create with this thing you're trying to manifest. Because guess what? doesn't matter what you're trying to manifest. You are always going after a feeling. So for me, remember I was talking about with travel, it's that new experience. It's that feeling of connectedness with my family. So if I was um, somebody without a strong mind's eye, then I would be trying to tune into those things in terms of visualization. It's just recreating that feeling and kind of tricking your mind to believe that it's already true. And then the last thing is, I have some core beliefs that support me in my manifestations and in particular in this um, case study. One is that the better it gets, the better it gets. And I'm going to come back to that in a moment. And anyone who read that recent email, you'll know um, you've probably been waiting for that particular topic. And the other thing, the other belief, core belief that I have and kind of mantra is that everything is always working out for me. 
Okay. And then finally, when I decide we're going somewhere, it happens. So those are kind of three of my core beliefs that have supported me in making manifestations around travel and this um, particular holiday so straightforward for me. So when we break these things down, so we've got number one, clear and specific intention and a decision. Number two, a really strong why. Number three, zero resistance. Number four, regular visualization. And number five, core beliefs that support you in achieving or having or being the thing. Those are really the five takeaways that I took from when I was thinking about why was this so easy? Why is travel always so easy for me compared to say other things? Because hey, guess what? Even though I'm a great manifester in some areas of my life, not every single area, I'm human, right? Um, And so I'm always interested in how I can up my manifestation game in other areas of my life and what I can learn from the areas that I find really easy. And that's why I would love you to do a kind of mini case study yourself. I would love you to have a think about something that you've manifested with ease and go through those five points and pinpoint how that worked. Because when you have that personal example and those details, it makes it easier for you to then apply that same process and those same principles to a different situation. So you can check in with yourself with something you're trying to manifest. Maybe you're trying to manifest your first clients in your business. You could be thinking about, do I have a really clear and specific intention? Am I really specific about the type of clients? Have I really decided that it's happening? And maybe you haven't quite yet. Do you have a strong why? Like, are you feeling really connected to that? Are you feeling any resistance? Are there any fears coming up around actually having the thing that you're trying to manifest? And have you been visualizing it? And if so, how? And what could you be doing better or more there? And what core beliefs do you have or could you install in your subconscious that would support you in manifesting that thing? So that's why I'd love you to have a think about your own case study. But one thing I want to touch on before we go is that, so that was how I manifested actually bringing about the holiday and us going on it and booking it and it happening. But while we were away, my manifestation doesn't stop there with holidays. You see, I also manifest amazingly epic holidays. And this was probably, well, it wasn't even probably, this was the best holiday by far. So this holiday was even better than our honeymoon. We had an amazing honeymoon. Can be honest with you, it was less romantic than our honeymoon. We had a seven-year-old in tow. (laughs) But it was just the best experience. We went from one amazing thing to the next. So you remember that mantra, the better it gets, the better it gets. That is such a great mantra to use because when you start to focus on, now I'm using a holiday here as an example, but you could use anything. It could be like, you know, sales in your business. It could be how your live streams are going. It could be anything, literally. But when you start to focus on how things are getting better and you expect them to then continue to get better, you're focusing your energy on abundance there and gratitude in that moment. And the more that you do that, the more you are a match for more of the same. So it is literally true that the better it gets, the better it gets. Because as soon as you notice that things are even better, then you are in that moment a match for more because you're noticing it and appreciating it. 
especially if you notice it and appreciate it rather than notice something going well and thinking, oh, I don't want to jinx it or, oh, well, that's nice. Hope it lasts. That's not the situation for manifesting things over a longer period of time that go really well. So I'm talking about like a three-week period for here, uh, for us here of things just going swimmingly. Now, that's not to say things were perfect and hey, we're never after perfection, but we had just the most incredible time and we seemed to just glide from one fantastic memorable experience to the next and we were even saying you know it's going to take some doing to to top this holiday because literally the food we ate everywhere was incredible we experienced incredible service we stayed in all manner of places so we stayed in I think seven or eight different places while we were away some hotels, some Air- Airbnbs. Each one was perfect for what we needed at that time and in that particular place. We had some just absolutely phenomenal experiences in terms of, you know, going to the top of mountains. We saw a humpback whale and a bear swimming. A bear swimming. Have you seen a bear swimming? <laughs> Possibly not. And the guy who was driving our whale watching boat said it's only something he'd seen once in the five years that he'd been um, doing these trips out to sea every day to see whales as we saw this bear swimming. And the funny thing actually about that is like talking about manifestation here, slight tangent, but still on the same topic is before we left, we were looking at the tours and we had a choice of like bear watching or whale watching tour because they are typically resident in different areas of the coastline. And I was like, I don't want to do both. I don't want to be out on two separate days doing two separate trips. That seems like a bit much for the time that we had in Tofino, which is where we were staying. Um, but I'm going to pick the whale tour because that to me seems the most exciting. But I'm totally expecting us to see a bear on this trip. And so somebody asked earlier on in the trip, like, oh, is there any chance that we might see other wildlife? And he's like, well, we might we'll go this certain route, but it's really unlikely. We're here to see whales. We know a whale, uh, we know a humpback whale is hanging out in this one particular place. I'm going to take you to it. Um, if I was taking you to see bears, we'd go off in this other direction. And I was like, yeah, we're still going to see a bear. So we got all the way there and it was like an almost like 45 minute boat trip to where the whale was known to be. We saw the whale. It was so beautiful, so wonderful just to be there watching its spout come out of the water, watching its tail flick in the air. Just one of those experiences you don't forget. And then we're on the way back. We're probably halfway back and we saw some sea otters. That was really cool. Then we saw a bear swimming in the sea. I was like, see, knew it. <laughs> and, you know, that was the thing is everything I was kind of expecting to go well. And guess what it did. And so we had just the best time because I believe the better it gets, the better it gets. Now, it's very easy to fall into a trap of kind of thinking that, well, it won't last or it's not going to keep going this well. Or if something comes up that isn't amazing, and we had a couple of instances, um, we had a couple of incidents on the trip that were not like ideal, but I don't make them mean more than a circumstance that happened. Does that make sense? And so I got to continue believing that the better it gets, the better it gets, and that everything's always working out for me. And guess what? It does, where it's very easy if something, if there's a bit of a curveball, to start dwelling on it and to bring that negative energy 
tune how you're feeling. And then guess what? That infuses everything else that's going on and you start attracting to you more negative experiences. So I just wanted to talk about that aspect of it as well, because not only did I manifest as actually just going on the trip, like physically paying for the flights and the accommodation, but I feel like I manifested for us or for my own experience, at least the most incredible adventure. And I was just expecting it to that be that way. And while we were there, I was in such gratitude for everything that was happening that I was attracting more and more high vibe stuff to us. Does this make sense? So I hope you've enjoyed listening to this manifestation case study. If you want me to share any more of these, send me a DM over on Instagram. If you want to DM me, just FYI, anytime. Instagram is a really place to do it. My Facebook notifications get cray cray. <laughs> so busy over there. And so actually, if you slide over into Instagram, I am much more likely to see it and be able to reply in a timely fashion. But let me know if you've enjoyed this and you want to hear more manifestation case studies and if that was useful to you. Like I said, this is an exercise that I just did myself, so I wanted to share it with you. And it's the sort of thing I'm always wondering about other people's manifestations. So let me know. Slide over to Instagram. Give me a DM. I'm at Corrie Javid over there, so I'm easy to find if you haven't been following me. And if you're not following me over there, you can go and have a look at my highlight of all of my Instagram stories from while we're away, if that interests you. So I don't actually have a dash of woo today because I feel like the whole thing was kind of one big dash of woo because we're talking about the law of attraction and manifestation. And I feel like if you put those five principles into practice, that is one big dash of woo for you. So go and use that woo to your advantage, my love. Okay, so we are back to two episodes a week. I am so happy to be back and with you and in your earbuds. And if you're enjoying this podcast and you have a friend or an audience who you think would love it, too, then I would love you to take a screenshot of this and share it to your Instagram stories. I will most likely reshare it to mine so you get featured there too. And I love you and appreciate you and I'm just so excited to be back in the fray. I will see you next week. Bye my loves. If you want to find out more about today's show, you can head over to the show notes that you can find at corriejavid.com forward slash podcast forward slash manifestation case study. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you so much. If you've enjoyed listening to today's show, make sure you subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher so you don't miss out on any episodes. It would make my day, possibly even my week, if you could spare a minute and leave a review over on iTunes. And because I value your time so much, each month, one lucky reviewer will win a free success coaching call with yours truly. So if you'd love for us to pinpoint and then work through that one thing that's currently standing between where you are now and where you want to be, then definitely leave a review for your chance to win. Until next time, remember, you are limitless.